0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Sound Judgment. Uh, my name is Harris Anderson. I'm here with my co-host, and
1: esteemed colleague. Mr. Sam Channing. That's me.
0: How's it going, Sam? It's great, Harris. We're also being ably assisted by the fantabulous uh, Miss Alexi Johnson. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Alexi. Thanks
1: for having me. No problem. Fantabulous.
0: So, uh, welcome to yet again another episode of Sound Judgment. What we do on this show is we choose two random songs. Uh, They are assigned to Sam and myself, and Sam and I have to make the case. Which song is better, song A or song B? Yes. Uh, The decision will be rendered by a guest judge. Our guest for this episode uh, is uh, the host of the morning show at 102.7 The Peak here in Vancouver, BC, Canada. He's also a stand-up comedian. Mr. Tyler Middleton. Thanks for being here, Tyler. Tyler. Hello.
1: Thank you, everybody. This is going to be fun. You are the arbiter of songdom. I'm the king of judgment. You are the king of judgment. It's going to be great. You are God. <laughs> I've been told. You also make a career in the entertainment industry.
0: Mm-hmm. Which Sam and I can only hope for.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. I wish. One day, I wish. I have faith in you guys. Yeah. It Thank for you anything. very much, uh, Tyler. Uh, how long have you been on the radio? Uh, I've been doing radio for a decade now. Uh, Holy jeez!
2: And you're like 14. Yeah, yeah. Started. I got my first radio gig when I was 18. Okay. And uh, have been doing radio ever since. it in Calgary. Uh, no, I started in Ontario. I was okay. like a stunt boy on a morning show there. Nice. Kind of a shock jockey, kind of knuckle draggy show, and that's okay. Uh, got to start there, and then uh, I went to Alberta. It was a small town, Wainwright, Edmonton. Calgary for the bulk oh, of them.
1: okay. Yeah, and yeah. then you, you made the, the move around a couple years ago here to Vancouver. Yeah,
2: about three now, coming up on three.
1: Well, welcome. Thank you. How do you like it?
2: Uh, I enjoy Vancouver. Uh, it snowed today. Which
1: Doesn't look like it now No
2: (laughs) But uh, I I, I definitely don't miss the snow of Calgary So that's good We're talking about the weather That's how we're going to start this
1: Well I I, (laughs) I mean We're not talking about cocaine are we Well Well uh, maybe after we listen to the songs Today here uh, Because the songs we have uh, I will be taking a case for a song Harris will be taking the case for a song Harris's song (laughs) Is uh, Mustang Sally Okay The Wilson Pickett version A gem A gem That's right And Harris what's mine Sam will be defending
0: Dirty by Christina Aguilera. Ooh. That's Dirty with two R's. Two
1: R's, featuring Redman.
0: Yes, we can't forget about Redman.
1: So, uh, we're going to just take a moment here to listen to the songs uh, sure. off air, of course. And uh, then we'll start talking about it and get into it. Cool. Let's start with Dirty. Let's go through the songs. Let's talk about um Harris. Tell us about your song. Mustang Sally. Written and
0: uh, recorded about first by singer-songwriter Mac Rice in 1965. He also co-wrote Respect Yourself, the staple singer song. Classic tune. Uh, Rice's version hit number 15 on the R&B charts. Uh, was eclipsed by Wilson Pickett's version just the following year. Uh, the song's original name was Mustang Mama, but was changed to Mustang Sally at the suggestion of Aretha Franklin because it had the word Sally in it. Mustang Sally is considered one of the most iconic R&B recordings of all time, and as of 2010, was ranked number 441 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time list. Mustang Sally. Sam, why don't you tell us about Dirty?
1: (laughs) (laughs) D-I-R-R-T-Y off of Christina Aguilera's 2002 album, Stripped which, if you've seen the cover for it, is her wearing extremely low-cut jeans that are darker in the crotch area, so it shows like she has a bush or something. That record (laughs) sold four million copies in the United States, won a Grammy, was nominated for three. The music video for Dirty, controversial at the time, went on to win two MTV Video Music Awards, one for Video of the Year and one for Song of the Year. Interestingly, it didn't win Best Female Video of the Year, um, hmm. but still managed to win Best Video of the Year. And Best
0: Staff Infection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she was uh, beat out by Beyonce, uh, who I realize now is much older than I thought she was.
0: Can you say Beyonce again? No. Okay.
1: Beyonce. Is that because there's an accent on the final E, right? So, I think
0: you're right, and everybody else has been wrong.
1: How do you pronounce it?
0: Beyonce. You, it's you're, you're pronouncing the accent right. You're just putting the syllable in a weird place, so, with the emphasis was, on a weird place.
1: So, wait. <laughs> you're call saying it Beyonce instead, yeah. of,
0: instead of the the emphasis on the middle syllable. Beyonce. Beyonce. You're going Beyonce.
1: Beyonce. Like fiance.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, what well, ends with an E? What does the fuck is Beyonce even mean? Let's move on. No, we're not moving on. This is an interesting uh, aside. What does Beyonce it. mean? It means female empowerment. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Tyler, yeah. here's the format yeah. of the show. I know okay. we talked about it already, but we'll do it again. Uh, we do our opening introduction to the song, our opening arguments. Uh, in order, someone goes first, someone goes next. Then we have an opportunity, Harris and I, to ask each other questions. Kind of a couple minutes each time After that you get to ask us questions okay. And at the end uh, we present Short closing arguments And then you render your final judgment Sounds good to me Who would you like to go first?
2: Whew. Let's go Let's keep going in order So Harris, let's hear yours
0: Alright uh, My job today is very easy I have to convince you uh, Dear Judge That one of the most iconic American recordings Of all time ...is superior to an embarrassing, shallow piece of club dreck like DIRTY. DIRTY, for all its grime and grease, is a shiny piece of commercial pop. If we're talking genuine dirt and sweat, Mustang Sally is the clear winner. From the opening bars with the bass chugging against the crisp drums... ...and the guitarist plucking out a sly riff, the song establishes an unstoppable groove. You can almost smell the motor oil... Just a few seconds in, the band has already worked up a thick lather of funky goodness. And then there's the voice, Wilson Pickett, one of the great American singers, howling, pleading, rasping in a three-minute song. He leaves it all on the table, and then presumably went and smoked a pack of camels because he was that cool. Now, Mustang Sally is a basic song, which Sam will no doubt, uh, note. It's three chords. Uh, in a very familiar pattern enhanced by a solid gold band and in the hands of a lesser singer it might simply be a serviceable R&B track but in the hands of the legendary Wilson Pickett it becomes a living, pulsating slice of Boogaloo there's no auto-tune on this no one named DJ Extreme buffed this into a radio-ready slice of pop that sounds like two robots mud-wrestling this is raw talent and musicianship Mustang Sally is an immortal song if you play this at a wedding, people of all ages will gravitate to the dance floor. If you play dirty at a wedding, you will be asked to leave. I rest my case.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Do you want me to ask questions at this no, point? No, is it or my turn?
1: Wa- oh, I have to. Okay, Please your do. turn. Go ahead, Sam. It's, uh, it's my turn. Yeah. Dirty. Well, you know, when we talk about songs that have impact on the listener... Dirty had significantly more impact on me than Wilson Pickett's cover of the Mac Rice song. When I was in high school when this song came out. It really reminded me of watching girls wearing very little clothing dance up against every other boy but me. So it's important. Has on that, that changed? Entr- oh, hey. <laughs> uh, I wanted to leave something to the imagination. But my argument is going to center around two fundamental themes. The first one is about songwriting, writing, and the second is the societal message that comes out of a song. When we look at songwriting, when we evaluate what song is better, we're not only looking at the performance of the song, but we also have to consider the songwriting for it. And if that initial artist of the performance is the one whose version we are listening to, I think it holds it in greater stead than if we are listening to a cover. Christina Aguilera was a songwriter for Dirty. Wilson Pickett was nowhere to be seen in the songwriting credits. Of Mustang Sally. I think that itself is an important consideration. Yes, I understand there were four other songwriters, but, you know, at least it was her name on it. Harris mentions that this is a slick pop song, and I don't know about you guys, but I have no problem with music that's meant to be listened to widely and enjoyed by millions. Slick pop like other LA acts, including the Beach Boys. And Toto. I put Christina Aguilera and this record in particular right up there with them. (laughs) The second important consideration is that of the message of the song, and I think it's pretty clear that Christina is advocating for a time of sexual liberation and freedom. I mean, you just got to listen to the lyrics. <laughs> it's constantly just about fucking, right? And that's a pretty cool thing. Um, the song was important. It has Red Man, who's a rapper. Immediately, Harris dislikes the song. I understand, but the uh, he refers to some important things in here such as Bernie Mac, and as a stand-up comedian, the reference to one of the greatest of all time, cannot go unnoticed. As well, let's take a moment to examine Redman's credentials as well. Not only is he a rapper, he is also a dog owner and dog lover, who feature prominently on Cesar Millan's show The Dog Whisperer. I think this might have informed his decision to bark prominently throughout this song, and Harris, I understand you are also a lover of dogs, and so are billions of other people on this planet. And so with that... I think this song would win over Mustang Sally. Mustang, a horse. You can only like a horse if you're rich. (laughs) This song is for the people. (laughs) Also, the song was parodied. The music video was parodied on Saturday Night Live. That's pretty cool, right? I mean, who else was parodied and went on to win best song, best president, Donald Trump? Aguilera thought it represented her real personality. The song represented her real personality. Wilson Pickett didn't even write his own songs. Yes, I concede that Fame Studios and the Swampers managed to produce a very memorable and top-level R&B hit. But really, the song of a generation is not Mustang Sally. It's Dirty by Christina Aguilera. But to conclude, the enduring legacy of Dirty will be the importance of sexual freedom and keeping your elbows up at the club. <laughs> While Wilson Pickett succeeds most in one thing, reminding us that the Ford Mustang is a chick car. <laughs> All right. All right.
0: Um, now we can do counter arguments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you watch Sam unhinge his brain from sanity. Um, <laughs> did you want Sam to question me, or I can cross-examine S- uh, Sam? What would you like... Uh, I think we keep going the back and forth. So, so I do should cross-examine yeah, Sam? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Mustang is a girl's car. Uh, Steve McQueen drove a Mustang. Steve, Steve McQueen, McQueen, McQueen also
1: drove a Porsche.
0: Steve McQueen is oh, a that girl? Was James Dean. <laughs> Steve McQueen's a girl?
1: I've never seen a movie of his. I don't know who that is.
0: You don't know who Steve McQueen is? No. Okay, well, you're lying, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't prove it.
1: You're asking, well, so what's the question?
0: Well, I mean, you assert that a, a, a Mustang is, a, is not a manly car, but... Uh,
1: well, that's what Wilson Pickett is telling us. Mustang Sally, going to buy her a Mustang, go for a ride? The song's completely non-sexual oh so so
0: women cannot enjoy the liberation of driving at high speeds okay that's interesting are you making a
1: statement no I'm just of saying, I'm just saying that, no, no
0: I'm just saying that you think that you know women like you know they should I mean like Camry Ask Sally doesn't me have the same a ring. question <sighs> red man makes reference to throwing elbows which mm-hmm. is a deliberate foul in basketball I think that's what he's allur- allur- uh, in alluding the club. to so, you're advocating assault. Do you believe that's okay?
1: Do I believe assault is okay? Yeah. When some guy's trying to grind up on your bitch, yeah. <laughs>
0: <sighs> you can only like a horse if you're rich. Prove me wrong. Did you own a horse growing up, Harris? I did not own a horse. No, I grew up in the suburbs. That would be unusual. To have a horse next to the car in the garage. Uh, why do you think Dirty has uh, two R's? Why not go for three? Two seems odd to me. Why mm-hmm. not just stick with one and go with uh, the Queen's English? Or do three? Why Why two? Well, I've, Was first that Christina off, Aguilera's co-writing credit? She thought of putting another R in there? <laughs>
1: hmm. um, <laughs> well, first I'm going to take... Uh, uh, offense at your insistence of americans using the queen's english
0: okay that's your choice
1: yeah and secondly i think two R's conveys you know a little bit offside here we're not straight shooters we got a little dirty in ourselves so i don't know what i'm trying to say i can't justify the use of two R's. <laughs> i concede on that one uh so the song's nearly
0: five minutes long yep it has five songwriters which is kind of like five people setting a dumpster on fire together.
1: (laughs) Okay. What's your question? Uh,
0: Do you believe that having five songwriters is a hindrance or it's a plus?
1: I think having as many songwriters required to put out a slick piece of pop music that speaks to a generation is the right number of songwriters.
0: It speaks to a generation.
1: Yeah. Well
0: i'm kind of feeling gross so i don't i don't want to question him anymore okay yeah okay You've sam
1: some important things <sighs> what's a boogaloo
0: boogaloo <laughs> mm-hmm. well i'm not using it in the strict uh, musical term i just music- mean it as a, a piece of music that makes you want to boogie
1: is that what it means is that what it comes from well, I, I, I
0: imagine it's a... I think it's a, a dance step, actually, to be... Now, do the boogaloo. I think it's a dance step, actually.
1: Okay. Is that related to vaudeville?
0: Is boogaloo related to vaudeville? <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, I, I, I
0: think there would be a tenuous connection at best. I'm just trying to figure out why you're using the word boogaloo to describe rhythm and blues music. It's a little bit of verbal panache. That, that I, I thought was appropriate.
1: "Mustang Sally" is a blues, a simple blues. Do you think that Wilson Pickett's version is better than the original?
0: Mm. I think it's more iconic. I think you can. Who am I to say what's better? Well, that's
1: I just went job.
0: With, well, we're not arguing the cover versus the original.
1: No, that's right. Sorry, yeah, because Wilson Pickett didn't write his own songs. How does that make you feel to know that you're arguing for a guy's version of a song he didn't write? Well, he didn't.
0: If he'd claimed to write it and didn't, that would be something wrong. He's doing. He's a singer doing a version of it, which happens to be an excellent version,
1: okay, an iconic version. Do you consider this pop music?
0: Well, that's an interesting question. Uh no, I probably would categorize it as, as rhythm and blues or soul.
1: But it's popular music. It has It was hit popular the charts, this time. And it's popular now too. Well what is
0: that's kinda that's almost a whole separate podcast. Well, what is did, popular music? Yeah, what is popular music? Do you
1: consider this
0: would you would I would sooner okay. I would not I mean I I don't have an answer for that.
1: Okay. Well I don't think I think we could consider this pop music. I'm not gonna go into that right now, but you shat on pop music. You said No no no, that no, no. Dirty is a shiny piece of pop. Yes. And in a... a like, that's a bad thing.
0: Uh, in Dirty's case, yes. I think you can take... I, th- I am not uh, denigrating pop music as a whole. I think pop music can be, when it's done right, can be very clever. And, I mean, I would use uh, Max Martin's Toxic as an example, which was sung by Britney Spears. <laughs> I think it's a very... I think it's a good pop song.
1: I think Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe is the greatest pop song ever. It's Immortal. It is
0: truly. Do
1: you have a problem with club music?
0: Uh, well, I don't spend a lot of time in clubs. I mean, this. I, I feel like we'd go to different clubs, anyways. Yeah, I'd be like more like an eyes wide shut type thing.
1: <laughs> you consider and you, you called uh, dirty a shallow piece of club music. Oh, uh, did I? You mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Oh, Thank I, I you, did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I stand by that. Uh, okay. Um, where is rhythm and blues mostly played? Clubs.
0: Is it? I don't know. I don't. I'm not a club goer. I'm not being obtuse, I don't go to clubs
1: You don't leave your basement suite that often um, Thick lather of funky music Is that in your script? <laughs> funky goodness Funky good- no, Oh man, <laughs> I, yeah. I wish I would wrote down th- Thick lather of funky music uh, What does that mean? <laughs> What's a thick lather of something? Do you mean tr- shaving cream? Am I cream? on
0: trial for having a flair? Uh, a, a, a verbal flair?
1: Look, I'm not going to argue the merits of which song is better Based on the music itself
0: do I mean a literal? Do I mean a literal lather? Of course not. What do you mean by it? I meant, uh, you know, it's uh, music is a feeling. It's uh, it, it, it's uh, it's uh, just a, it's like a synonym in this case for for a.
1: Okay, I'm going to ask you uh, three questions here. Oh God, who played bass on uh, Wilson Pickett's "Mustang Sally"? I thought, I might be incorrect in this, I thought it was Donald Duck done. No, he was with Stax. This was recorded at Fame Studios. It was David Hood. Okay. Who produced it? I don't know who produced it. Okay. Who played bass on Christina Aguilera's Dirty? Um, I believe it was an IBM Model
0: 302. I don't know. It was a computer.
1: You know what? Since you know the bass player of... Uh, Christina Aguilera's Dirty And you don't know it For one of the most Iconic R&B songs ever I rest my case You know more about The real winner of this Which is a better song It's Dirty By Christina Aguilera Oof. Okay
0: Well that was um, That was a good joust
1: Do you have any yeah. questions For us Young Tyler uh, I have a few questions okay, Actually right. I've
0: been taking notes
1: Good um,
2: My first question Goes for Harris mm-hmm. I'd like to go back To the club situation Okay Okay do you think that your uh, lack of enthusiasm about going to the club is hurting your judgment on how good the song actually is in that setting for people who enjoy it? Does that make sense? Run that by me again. If you enjoyed the club more, do you think you would enjoy the song more? Um, if you enjoyed going out more? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd go out.
2: Doesn't Not a seem... shut-in. Okay. No,
0: I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, this 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 song is. I mean, granted, it's not for me. It was written for uh, teenagers at a time when I was, uh, well, I was a young male teenager, so I wasn't really into you watched it. The music video a lot, oh, yeah, I'm sure. on silent. Yeah. Well, when it came on TV and yeah, closed yeah. the door. I didn't have it. I guess what
2: I'm asking here, and it's a broader question about music, is how important is the setting that you're listening to the song to how much you enjoy the song? Huh.
0: I would argue that "Mustang Sally" is more adaptable to a wider array of listening experiences. Right. You can play it in a club, you can play it at a Motown night or something like that, and people will still go crazy for it. You can play it at weddings, you can play it in your car while you're driving. It doesn't Dinner have party, to be a Mustang. Dinner party. Uh, it's 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 one of those pieces of music that just kind of transcends time. It can be played anywhere. Whereas "Dirty," you know. You can't play it at a kid's birthday party or else you'll be on some kind of watch list. Right. But if you play Dirty in the right setting, do you think it
2: gets a bigger reaction?
0: Uh, in very narrow settings, I think, like Nostalgia Nights, like 2000 right. Nights, that, that Sorry, 2000s Nights. You that, referred
1: to Mustang Sally working great at a Motown night. <laughs> That's uh, a Nostalgia Night. I just want to... Um,
0: yeah, it'll work the great there, but it'll also work... I mean, people can remix it as well. It'll work in a wider array of places dirty is is I think actually fairly narrow appeal <clears throat> I also like that on the Wikipedia article that they I, said the song is about objection <laughs> objection okay I'll
1: allow it you need to answer the questions Harris isn't allowed to continue his argument okay fair enough
2: okay you want me to move on
1: well no you ask questions but Harris going on to the reading Wikipedia in front of us this is not fair it's fine that's okay. a footnote
2: <clears throat> go ahead okay Uh, My next question is going to be for Sam. Yes. Uh, You
1: mentioned the
2: low jeans. Oh, yeah. Do you think that Christina Aguilera started the trend or was riding the trend?
1: Well, it was riding her ass. Yes, Uh, that we can confirm. And her low hips. I think she uh, contributed greatly to the popularization of low-rise jeans.
2: Does Christina Aguilera have a lower back tattoo?
1: I never paid attention to her lower back. I was right. too fixated on her front chest.
2: I'm just wondering how, uh, imp- <laughs> how uh, important she was at the time. Oh, because she, was obviously, she was a tastemaker at the time right. for
1: sure, right? I don't know if she had a low back tattoo, at the But who came stamp. first?
2: Was Britney Spears more of a t- tastemaker? Oh, Hit was me she Baby, written... One
1: More Time, was, was that the full name? It would be bigger all around the same era, right? Britney, I think, is a bigger pop star right. than Christina Aguilera, no doubt. And, right. and Christina always had to live in her shadow. Because they were contemporaries. Does
2: anyone mind Googling, because I can't do it, uh, did, mu- did Mustang sales go up after the song Mustang Sally came out?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if there was at least a slight bump. A slight bump? Yeah. I'm
2: just trying to see which song had more influence on culture.
1: Well, the Mustang came out in 1963, so they were relatively new at the time, right. and this song was written in response to its existence. Right. I don't think uh, Mustang sales were great. Right. I feel when? like <laughs> probably a hard
2: thing to find on Google. This is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I put you in a real bad spot. I'm sorry. I think more <laughs>
1: low-rise jeans were sold because of dirty That's what than I'm Mustangs thinking as well. were sold because of Mustang Yeah. Selling.
0: Okay. All I
2: right. dated a girl 10 years older than me, and she had a lower back tattoo, and it was definitely because of Christina Aguilera. I can confirm that. So it's that song has a direct Christina, effect on my her? life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish that would have been better. Uh, <laughs> That's mine. just your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, you no, made... you have a Star of David above your.
1: We're gonna edit that out. Oh yeah, sorry.
2: I want to talk about horses for a quick second. Yes. Uh, you brought up uh, who is it that brought up horses? You said horses I, were for... horses are for the rich, right? Nowadays, but they weren't always.
1: In the mid-60s, they were for the rich. Still for the rich at that point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Pretty sure.
2: yeah. Uh, What costs more, a Mustang or a horse? Like the Mustang horse or Mustang car?
1: Uh, I think lifetime cost would be a horse. Upfront cost, probably the car. Car. Hmm.
0: Lifetime, I would say definitely. Lifetime, I would say definitely the horse. Yeah, like, I mean... 40,
1: 50 years. The return you get in glue at the end isn't enough to make up for that cost. I find it really interesting that... did the, the
2: Wilson Pickett version mm-hmm. of "Mustang Sally" really was only a within a year of the original? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a see. That's weird to me.
2: That's too close to cover something.
1: That yeah. is uh, not uncommon in the 50s in and the 60s. era. Yeah, right. very common. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you have any more questions for us? Because then we can enter our final closing, and then we can have more broader discussion when you render your.
2: Display. Okay, let's do this. Okay, final arguments. Let's start with Harris.
0: Uh. I'm just going to reiterate what I said before. Mustang Sally is a classic. It's, you know, Rolling Stone, uh, the foremost music public- publication, marks, uh, ranks it as on their list of 500 greatest songs of all time. It's iconic. It has a classic singer uh, giving a classic vocal performance. It's got a great band. It's a part of the uh, fabric of American music, and uh, it didn't contribute to a rise in staff infections. <laughs> Or chlamydia. No one got chlamydia from listening to Mustang Sally. I rest my case.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. Nobody got chlamydia from Mustang Sally. Instead, no, they drove recklessly around town and into poles and died. (laughs) I think the human cost of Mustang Sally is incomparable to the human cost of dirty. That's a different argument. If you play dirty at the club, people will dance. You go... To any major nightclub That has youth Dirty will still get them on the dance floor If you play Mustang Sally Girls will cover their drinks (laughs) Dirty speaks to Freedom In young women Mustang Sally refers to A man Buying a car for a woman So she can go for a ride This is a better pop song it's a better song overall. Dirty kicks ass because it was actually written by the person who performed it. Mustang Sally is a weak, pale imitation for a hack performer. <laughs> Dirty is the better song.
2: And those are the final arguments from yeah. both of you? Now, at this point, do you want to have a discussion or do you want me to make my ruling?
1: It it's up to you, man. We're good either way. I mean, it, I'm going to reveal because, you know... Right now, that Mustang Sally is one of the greatest songs ever. Like this is no denying it, and I can't stand dirty. Right, but I've done closing my arguments so this truth comes out. So why don't you tell us what your rationale, your thinking, and give us your decision? Then we can talk about it. After. Okay.
2: Hmm. I'm gonna pick the better song to be. I'm gonna go with Mustang Sally. But I would like to clarify that I think Sam did a, trem- a <laughs> ten times better job arguing the song. Which is the only reason it was even remotely close. And this is not a slight at you.
0: No, no, no. I
2: understand. No, You, you uh,
1: got the winning hand with the song choice on this one. You're right. right. Yeah. Your
2: opening arguments. Uh, you put, what did, what did you call it? P- pizzazz, Panache. Panache. Okay. Another word. So close that, not to necessary. Uh You got it. I think you... you Actually, hurt your argument trying to spice it up too much and make the <laughs> argument too artsy. Okay, you should have just got straight to the facts. Uh, all right, the, and given yeah. more numbers. Like, I don't think you should have left the fact that it's on the top five hundred songs of all time by Rolling Stone until the closing argument. I think that you open with that. Yeah, okay. thirty doesn't stand a chance. Oh, no way in hell. Um, I also think that uh, you did a good job admitting defeat when Harris did make a good point, which totally. made me <laughs> endear to you slightly. Oh, like lovely. when you said. Why does it have a two... You couldn't argue that it... No. So there's no need for it to have two R's. This is ridiculous. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense, and you can admit that, so yep. I appreciate that. Um, it was close, though, i got to say. You made Dirty sound like a real <laughs> piece of art, which well, I thought is. was impossible. Like, let's,
1: let's not mince words here. It is an iconic song. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, but the bubonic plague was iconic in medical history. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, you sound like the saddest winner ever.
0: That's that would probably be the title of my autobiography.
1: <laughs> saddest winner,
0: yeah. Cool. No, I I can I can get down with that. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh.
2: Mustang also, sound. five minutes too long. That was a big part of it. Uh, oh yeah. Song For length, dirty. I, yeah. Mustang Sally's three minutes. more. That's a reasonable that's a song, tune. length. That's a pop song, exactly. Five no. minutes too long, you get that in the club, they're cutting out the Red Man part, you're not getting the whole song. There's no club that's going to play that song front to back. No. Five minutes is too long.
1: Although, it'd be interesting, would the Red Man part be popular? I think it would be.
2: It would be popular, but they would have to cut out some of it.
1: I think they would cut out the one minute at the end. Where right. it's slow, Like the slow fade out and blah. blah, blah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also think that part of the reason that Dirty ever got as popular as it did was specifically about the video. Oh, yeah. And this argument's not about video, it's about the song. So that also weighed into my decision. But that video was iconic. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) But it's
1: weird that Beyonce won for the best best female female video. video Right. And and didn't win the best video. Like, that seems like a stupid category. Right. It's almost uh, like
0: music awards don't really
1: matter. This is Video Music Awards, Harris. Oh, sorry, <laughs> those <laughs> so <they> matter. <laughs> yeah. it's the Academy Awards of music videos. Yeah. <laughs> this that actually wasn't
2: music videos were huge too. Yeah, oh, like two thousand two sure. would have been massive. Like, like, th- like
1: th- that album um, was it stripped? Or yeah, stripped. Yeah, stripped. Shipped four million copies in the That's states. Insane. Well, that would have been an <laughs> album shipping fifty thousand copies now is good. Is huge. Yeah, It's crazy. Like this is the tail end of big record sales, oh. right?
2: She's still living off that album for sure.
1: Her grandchildren will be living yeah, off yeah. that album if she's that would have been.
2: I mean, the internet would have existed <laughs> at that point, but barren. that would have been like I guess just pre-download. Oh yeah, this is like, looks like close, IRC though. stuff, yeah. Yeah. right?
1: Yeah, way too early, and nothing like this. It would have been you know probably pre Napster
0: yeah. too. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: Uh, well, no, it would have been around the time around of Napster. Napster Yeah, because yeah. I would have been sixteen at the time. Yeah, sixteen, seventeen.
2: Yeah. I'm interested to see uh, the the radio spins on each song is a curious factor to me. Mustang Sally's been out for a long time; has mm-hmm. garnered a ton yeah. of radio plays. But when it came out, radio was different in the sense that they didn't beat the shit out of songs. Dirty would have been right at the beginning of the. We're going to play 40. this song every yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah. Um
1: well you you're a top forty station, right? we
2: we call ourselves alternative, uh, but it's so like everything like minute kind of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's kinda of formatted in that that way nowadays.
1: And uh yeah, so that's totally different. Um also that's like R and B songs wouldn't Rarely hit the mainstream charts in the Mm mid-60s, but would be huge songs, right? Right. But still wouldn't even, they'd still be on the black charts in air quotes. Whereas this, I mean, it's a pop song with rap. It could also be like a, you know, R&B categorized song. Right. I'm pretty sure Christina Aguilera's could be. Um, But that's also mainstream. Times change. It's probably
2: worth arguing, too, that that would be Red Man's most popular song. For uh, Even sales? though it's not his, yeah, sales-wise, sure. yeah. though.
1: And he's credited as a songwriter and producer on it, of course.
2: Right. Because mm-hmm.
1: uh, he did write lyrics. His I
2: own. think that Mustang Sally is definitely a pop song, though. Oh, yeah. Like, not anymore, but at the time it would have been classified as pop, I think. Well, it was, no, it no was I think popular. at the time it was R&B,
1: but now we look at it, like, yeah. we can reflect on it. It is, like, pop. Right, I think it's,
0: everything kind of with, with time kind of becomes pop. Right? right, you have like the Clash being played in the supermarket and things right. like that, yeah, which yeah, would yeah. not have happened 30, 40 years ago. Right. So I think everything's, and you know, you have like ACDC being played at weddings and stuff like that, which right. I don't think would have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so things kind of, I think, take on the the guise of pop as they as they become more recognized and time goes on. Yeah. Right, pop's an interesting term. It really is. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, uh, a pop I actually quite like pop music I think or a, a lot of pop music it oh, depends yeah. on how it's written well, and, and I mean
1: the Beatles are the ultimate in pop right sure and you can't argue with slick quick catchy tunes right yeah I don't yep. know. but we should close this up yes Tyler, uh, thanks very much for being on the program. Thank you, Tyler. Harris, good arguing. Handshake time. Yes, it's a win for me, but a bittersweet one. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mustang Sally is clearly the better song. I I played that song so many times. Like, It arguably was more important to me than Dirty. Inarguably, <laughs> Arch- actually. I, okay, played, yeah. I played it a lot. <laughs> I, yes. uh, no, like music for gigs and stuff. Yes, I, 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 I know. I used to play it that R&B stuff um, but yeah Tyler thanks very much so we can hear you Monday to Friday Monday to 1027 The Peak yeah. FM Tyler and Lynch
2: Tyler and Lynch I think you should have Lynch on he'd be better at this than I am
1: we'd love to have him on next love time let would do it uh, 530 to 930 Nailed oof it. Vancouver BC thanks very much for being on thank you anything you want to talk you, about anything you want to plug uh, no radio show You'll do stand up at the clubs town. occasionally. Yeah, see okay. you around. Love it. Thanks guys.
0: Thanks for being with us.